recording the podcast now, guys. Welcome to LIW John Hi. Carpenter Review. Theme song? Episode 16 for Vampires 1998. That's the Halloween theme. <laughs> I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox. You don't know Jack Crow. <laughs> Did the music not remind you of exactly the music in From Dust Till Dawn? It was very similar. Very, very similar. Well, when did Dust Till Dawn come out again? That 90, was 94? 96. 96. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it makes sense because uh, Carpenter and Robert Rodriguez are boys. So I think it could have been an homage to Robert's music in From Dust Till Dawn, maybe. And it's weird that we get two well, directors. Dust Till Dawn is kind of a Western, too. Uh, yeah. Not as not as much as this one. This no. is 100% a Western. but uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And I like that they're yeah, both uh, two directors that do their own music. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway. I thought the Adam. music was really good. Because that, that was one of my gripes about uh, uh, Escape from L.A. Is that rather than have his awesome score through the whole fucking thing, it's just... This band and this band and this band buy the CD. It fucking got on my nerves, and it yeah. distracted from the like there's already so much shit going on. And then it's like, and now this song, and now this song, and they did that. I was trying to keep score of the basketball game, and now I'm thinking about a song. Oh man, I just <laughs> now can't. We're, now we're playing fucking Gravity Kills again. Like anybody's gonna care about them in a couple of years, fuckers. Adam, you brought up something I wanted to talk about, and it's good to get this out of the way right up front. Okay. So the Western stuff. Talk about that a little bit yeah. if you can. If you have something to say about it. Uh, this this is like it reminds me of like Magnificent Seven. Uh, you know Howard Hawks type western, and I actually did. I, I after I got done watching this, I, I read some stuff, and John Carpenter was toying. The, the thing is, when he made this one, he was he was fed up because uh, Escape from L.A. bombed. You know, apparently, and he said making movies wasn't fun anymore. And I can kind of relate to that because I've done some things, and when it stops being fun, you don't want to fucking do it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you do this shit for a reason. And when it just becomes a fucking job and a paycheck, it's just you're just a prisoner of it. So he was toying with the idea of doing a horror, a uh, Western-themed horror. And when he, when this script got thrown across him, he's like, well, this I can totally do that with. So, so he made Gallo- like kind of he made Gallo kind Walkers. of a spaghetti Western. Yeah. Gallo Walkers mm-hmm. with Wesley Snipes. Oh. Nobody watched it. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting that you bring that up, and that is a fact. And I was watching it. I didn't think a thing about westerns. I was not. It was not in my mind. It never crossed my mind. It, oh, you didn't buy it from the you know, I, especially when they get to the the little town at the end and they're doing the fucking walk. Maybe you don't watch as many westerns as I do, but it, I watch westerns. But I was watching this, and I was more picking out locations where you know, at the, toward the end, they show the little well town, and I'm like, that's the ending of Way of the Gun. That's that little well they dive in there you go. in the glass, yeah. and that's not a western. So I was, and I was thinking of this as ripping off, a lot of it's ripping off uh, uh, From Dust Till Dawn. I'm going to sound disparaging right now, but I'm not being disparaging. This movie's awesome. But I'm just saying, <laughs> those are my thoughts when I was watching. I never thought once in the entire viewing, this is a Western. Which I, is weird, because normally I would pick up on that. I was watching this, that I think I told you guys that I'd seen this movie before, and I think I got this one confused with the sequel. Because I have not seen this one before. Really? So, really? I was genuinely surprised. I was yeah. not expecting this. I was like, why the fuck? 
why the fuck is James Woods playing like a Nicolas Cage character? He's, like somebody that should be Kurt Russell or Nicolas Cage or, or... He's not Snake Plissken. No, but he's totally doing that kind of a fucking character. I'm like, he's so fucking cool in this movie that I, I, I was just like, I, I don't know. I thought he was fucking cool. He's a douchebag. He's almost too cool. It, it, it's it's fucking hilarious that he's playing this kind of a character. He's he's doing like almost like a. I read somewhere that it was originally supposed to be Dolph Lundgren, so he's yeah. kind of playing it like. I do not picture James Woods as an action hero. We'll never see it again. But watching him play an action hero in this was an absolute joy for me because it, it's well, this so is, over the top. Like what I was saying, this movie's very much the last gasp of the '90s. Don't give a shit attitude. Like this is John Carter. Like James Woods is calling women bitches. They're whores for him to fuck. <laughs> he, he These ha- are horrible people. Yeah. He has. They, they don't give a shit about anything because they know that life sucks. He has like and, fifty anti-gay slurs. Oh yeah, it's great. It's so much fun. Yeah. But I, I was looking at the trivia for this movie right yeah, now. It's great, but yeah. And okay. so Dolph Lundgren <laughs> was originally attached to star in this movie, so he had to drop out. And then Carpenter took over and they asked him, well, do you want to be the vampire? And he said, no. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell wasn't attached for a minute, but he left because of prior commitments. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones was offered the role. Arlie Emery was offered that the one, role. That one, I saw that too. I was like, how? He's he's 70 <laughs> here. How the fuck would Arlie, he? Arlie, yeah. Arlie Emery's not leading man material, especially for this kind of a script. Because that's the, the funny thing about this movie is it's, it's really light on plot and story. It, and I, I do like the fact that this is like a reverse movie. Like most horror movies like this, you would see the squad by the end of the movie. This one opens up on the squad. And yes. then they dim- eventually diminish. And I'm like, so I, it's like you're watching backwards. You know I wouldn't I mean? even I, say eventually. They have a big squad. I'm like, oh, Mark, Boo, Ju- Mark Boone Jr. is going to get a big role here. Here he comes. I love that guy. I, I was excited to there, see him, too. Uh, everyone, everyone dies. except James Woods and, and Billy Baldwin are killed off. Uh, In the first 20 minutes. Immediately. Yeah. And you're just kind of, oh, Daniel Baldwin, sorry. But, you, but how great is that's that opening left scene, though? Yeah. But how great is that opening scene? Like, it's it's really different. Yeah. Like, when this movie, because I don't, they don't I, tell, this movie doesn't tell you shit. No. no. It, 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 it's really letting you visually see everything yeah. and just take it in. Yeah. And it's like, but the best part is, fucking James Woods going, like, hi, ugly bitch. Yeah, he shoots her. Yeah, he, I was thinking that, too. I'm like, this is my oh. favorite scene from James Woods ever. He's just like, die, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, and he keeps standing the guy with the, with the, with the, uh, with the steak. He goes, oh, he smells as ugly as he looks, a fucker. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. That was great. It, it, I don't oh, know man. if that shit was improv, but I, I, I no, liked Apparently it was. A lot yeah. of it was. Oh, they said uh, wow. uh, Carpenter would get one take with the script, and then James yeah. Woods would do another take of just whatever the fuck he wanted James, to. James Woods likes to improvise. Because James Wood is a genius. He's te- he's a Mensa. So he's smart. He's not a dummy. That's the thing about James Wood that nobody knows. He's a Mensa member. He is a Mensa member. But he's so also a he, huge fucking asshole. No, but he's yeah. like, I, love, I don't care. I love James Wood. That's what somebody spot. said. They, they said uh, apparently he's... Because I'm like, why don't we get more fucking James Woods? And then I'm like, oh, that's why. Because he's apparently difficult. He's, he's, he's difficult to work with. But... Carpenter, being as cool as he fucking is, they got along just they fine. Got, well, then again, I should tell you all you need to know. Because, you know, in Hollywood, if you get along with a Hollywood crowd, 
I mean, they're all assholes. Like, well, I that's just it. That's probably yeah. why they got along because Carpenter does not like Don't Hollywood give a shit assholes. Either. Right? Well, exactly. And, and the one thing I've always liked about Carpenter, which is why he's my favorite director, is people that have worked with him love him. Like, you never see people talking shit about him or saying he was yeah. difficult. Uh, he doesn't lose his cool very often. Most people that have worked on his crew say they only ever loses it like once or twice, you know. And you do see stay, he, he gets along with his crew. Is what I'm saying. You so do see people, those occasional people who are like, I went to Carpenter talking about my character, and he ignored me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you see. Yeah. But I, I associate that was with, the priest. I guess the the priest had some problems yeah. with his character, and he's like, whatever. I like fuck off, myth. And, and that's kind of why I like. This Carpenter. is also the end of Carpenter's career too. So yeah. he really. Did not give a shit. You know what I mean. He, but I will say this though: this was, this was the first usage of the dissolve within a dissolve that he used to sickening use in Ghost of Mars. Oh God! That dissolve within the dissolve. He does that in this movie quite a bit, and that was the first time he ever did that. And he took it with him to Ghost of Mars. And I was like, oh, this is where this started. Yeah. But this Another is much fun- better. <laughs> Another fun fact that I looked up too, because I always tell you guys how much I love Blade. These were yeah. released within a month of each other. Yeah, that was not. Yeah, that's crazy. And they could yeah. not be more different, while yeah. at the same they time are having extremely different, having yeah. the same plot points a lot, a lot of the way. There's a lot of similarities. It's they're mostly action movies that have vampires as the subject material. Blade. How hot is Cheryl Lee? Cheryl Lee's so yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah, she has a nice butt. I could tell. Oh, oh yeah, I could tell she was cast simply off her freak out reactions in uh, Fire Walk with Me, uh, Twin Peaks Fire yeah. Walk with Me. It's exactly why Carpenter cast her because it's he liked the her same in, thing. In, uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, but I also thought it was funny that she has the exact same snake tattoo on her backside as a tramp stamp that fucking Snake Plissken has in uh, the Escape movies. It's not a tramp stamp. It's actually like further up her spine, which is weird. It looks like it's pointing to her ass, though. Yeah, but it's like on her spine. can't show that on YouTube, unfortunately. Oh, I'm We've going totally to. I don't would. give a shit. <laughs> it's right here. It always will be in my head. It's just a butt. You can show a butt on YouTube. But it's totally the same fucking tattoo. It's, just like Dennis Fran's ass. Oh. Oh, no. No, nobody needs to watch that. No. Well, I think the, Dennis Franz need to watch the, Dennis Fran's ass. How fucking useless, though, is, is, is Daniel Baldwin... Even his character is useless. All he does is he hooks up the, 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 the wires to pull the vampires out. He doesn't even go inside the house. Do you know what's fucked up about the Baldwins? Is like there's Alec Baldwin and Adam Baldwin, and everybody else just looks like a shittier, uglier version of those two guys. Yeah. Have you notice that? Like, Stephen Baldwin. It's like a, is... a bad warp between. It's almost like all the Baldwins <clears throat> are not really brothers, they're just clones. You know, like that part in It, fucking, is, a, it uh, is a tramp stamp. You're right. There you go. It is a tramp stamp, and it's the. It's oh, the let me censor this. There we go. That is a glorious derriere right there. Love it. Love it. Is that really her butt, though? Yeah. No, she gets naked in, in Fire yeah, Walk with they, me. They show a her lot. They, you see oh. her face from the other side. If yeah. you haven't seen, there's there's a. Uh, sorry, let me sidetrack because uh, Shirley's great. Uh, obviously David Lynch did Fire Walk with Me, which is after the series, and uh, it's good. It's a good movie. It's okay, but then he did the lost, like the lost scenes of it. Which is a yeah. whole another hour and a half of just lost scenes, and they, those scenes are way better. But she gets, she gets, she's naked through like most of that. So, yeah, she doesn't give a shit. She's a fearless actress. She does whatever the fuck mm, that you, I you tell her to. I have to sit through a David Lynch movie though. Oh, well, 
attempting. Yeah. You, you get more David Bowie, though. So you got something there. there you go. Okay. Well, there, there's yeah. there's something. At least he has good taste in music. Remember how David Bowie just van- If you ever see Fire Rock Company, he just vanishes. He like disappears. But anyway, David Lynch is a fuck. But <laughs> yeah, he has her. Okay, let's describe them. We are we are so out of order here. Let's backtrack. This, this is actually Dick should probably set this one up because this is his pick. And this is my pick, so I'll set it up. No, this is his pick. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. it? Oh, this one's yeah. yours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. The beginning, like you said, they don't tell you fucking anything. It's just them. It's James Woods with with some binoculars being like, they have a nest in there. And you know, based off the title, it's a nest of vampires. You're not lost. Yeah. And then it's uh, uh, Daniel Baldwin just going, oh, we'll get out there. And he's not trying yet. He only tries in the second half of the movie. <laughs> but he, he's adorable. And he's like, all right, well, let's get this set up. And you could tell, eventually you start to realize they have a whole crew to hunt these vampires. Because all these people come out. They have these like uh, big vans full of equipment and stuff. And they're like, all right, we got to go now. And there's going to yeah, be... These guys are high tech. Yeah. They, they, they roll in with the fucking good stuff. They, they, they kind of remind me of like big game hunters. Yeah, we find out in a couple scenes from now that they're they're funded by the Vatican, and that's where they're getting. That's how they have so much equipment, and, and the fact that this is sanctioned. But they they prepare for everything, and then they go into the place and they kill some vampires and blah blah blah. Who gives a shit about that? It's just, it's just stuff to introduce the. I thought it was also cool that they and they they do this in, like they don't overdo it with the explanations and exposition and shit. They they have not just this not just James Woods crew. They've got crews all over the world. Like like they got yeah. the fucking European version of the same fucking unit, and then, and they're they're based out of different areas. And there's a head, and James Woods just happens to be the head of this particular organization. So they don't overdo the exposition until the second priest comes into the picture. In which case, he dumps all the exposition in a car yeah, ride. Yeah, he's, 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 he's father exposition. Jesus yes. Christ, he says so much. <laughs> your father, your mother, I know your parents were killed by vampires and you had to kill your father. And but, James you know, Woods like, is constantly beating the shit out of this guy, too, so it makes it worth it. Like, you have to listen to his exposition, beats the shit, gets some more exposition, beats his ass. He literally goes, fuck this, and pulls over the truck and beats the shit out That's of him. I guess a rock. But then he has a great line with, I killed my own father, Pud. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's. Sorry. Let me continue. He. Uh, they go in there. They kill the vampires. They're looking for the for the master vampire. Master. Sorry. Yeah. Master vampire burped. Uh, but he's not there. After they leave, when they kill some. Oh, they do a thing where they shoot him with a with a basically a harpoon, and it pulls him outside, and they burn alive. Which was a fun way to like, yeah. a whole new way of killing vampires. Never seen that. Never That's seen it. A, 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 exactly. I, I admire yeah. the fact that Carpenter tried to do every take every vampire trope and fucking turn it on its ear. Like he it, never seen that done before. It was awesome. They did it several times. Never got old of me. They wheel them out and they fucking catch on fire. They only did the, the harpoon yeah. once, and then he uses it later at the very end, and that's it. But the other difference is this one's all practical effects. Yeah. Uh, Greg Nicotero. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Blade Kurtz, had a lot of CG. Kurtzman and Nicotero did the special effects on this, and, and yeah. those guys have worked together for fucking years, so kudos to them. Because I love when they hit the when they hit the light because it's like, uh, fireworks going out their back. Like you see like yeah. a pink yeah. firework going out and it's like oh, something out the chest and they're like, and then they cut to a, um, a, you know, a dummy on fire and they call it, it good. It blows up basically. Yeah. And it looks great. It, it, yeah, it works. It doesn't look, 
amazing. You're not fooled, but it, it, I, I, love I love the visual. I love the part where at the very beginning there, they stab one of them in the head with the stake. Like, the, yeah. I don't know where he fucking found these vampire hunters at, but they're not the smartest He's b- like, bunch of apples you could possibly... Dude, And he, no. he, the fucking vampire pulls it <laughs> yeah. out of his head and just kind of looks at it like, really? You know? And, yeah. And then James Wick comes in, let me do it. Stabs him in the fucking chest. Die, <laughs> you motherfucker. Oh, I stink. Have... I have a question. Is it because vampires can't really use their brains? If you stab in their brain, they don't die and they don't change at all. You could you could completely remove this part of their head, but if you cut off the head, they're done. I don't understand well, the math the thing, on this. Yeah, because you have to you have to kill them, stab them in the heart, and you cut off their heads, you're gonna burn their body, something like that. But if like you cut off their heads, they're done. Name. If you yeah. cut off their heads, no longer vampires. If you stab them in the brain. Still a vampire. I, I just don't understand the logic. Well, they, they, this, this, but, is, this is the part that we're probably going to debate pretty heavy about. Because there have been so many vampire movies made. And all of them like to alter the rules as needed to be. Because they don't want to get old. So like in, in this this particular uh, universe, Holy Water doesn't do shit. Crosses don't do shit. Uh, garlic doesn't do shit. He had a pretty good joke about that. He was like, yeah, you put the garlic on it. He's going to bend you over and stick it up your ass. You know. Uh, speaking of... but. It's just steaks in this one. So. That's what I'm looking at in the other screen. It's still, it's still stuck <laughs> yeah, on that, that. That should be your new wallpaper. It's very distracting. Yeah. It's very distracting. Very, yeah, I can't very wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. It is. It is a, a glorious piece of work for sure. But, so I uh, guess there's Cheryl. a cameo in this movie. Man in the Buick. Yes. Buick was freaked there about. I was okay. We'll get there. Hold on. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah. We'll talk about that. It's definitely in my notes. I only have a. I only have three notes or four notes. One of them is Darabont. But yeah, he. uh, Okay, so they they kill the vampires. They collect the skulls and they count them and they're excited. But they can't find the master. After they drive away, we see someone come out of the dirt. You know, Dracula style. That was a cool effect too. Yeah, I'm like that's something I haven't seen before. The vampires hiding. Not even an effect. It's just a guy in in the dirt. It's just. It just looked. It was a neat. It was a neat thing. Yeah, it's a cool cool visual. Like, there you go. That's he the he jumps out of the dirt and he's like, eh. and you get the ominous feel, and they cut immediately. And then it's uh, they they drive away. We don't get Frank Darabont for a while, so we'll get there. But um, what fuck happens next? They go. No, no sorry. They, 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 they party. They, they fucking orgy they in party. a hotel. party yeah. with the priest hanging out drinking. And I was laughing. They, they, because... Yeah. So they got this priest with them, and then they, <laughs> the the first thing they do, even though they don't technically He's finish drinking. the job, is they go and they they bring in the the hookers, and uh, there's just this big giant scene with a bunch of topless women walking around, and the guy that in actors, New Mexico. I, I never, yeah, yeah, they're in a they're at the Sun God Motel, so they're at this fucking terrible. Sh- I, I've been to parties like this. Yeah, uh, it's sad to say, um, motel parties that get out of fucking control. But, yeah. but Cheryl Lee is talking to James Wood. She's a hooker, and she's yeah. like, "You don't seem that interested in the me." He's like, "I have something on my mind. I I didn't get something I wanted." It's because he's talking. He wants the master. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, the fucking master shows up. Uh, Mark Boone great, Jr. Great shot. No, opens the door. Before oh, yeah. that, yeah. Before that, it, Cheryl Lee goes into the James Woods room and Valak, the the master vampire, is oh yeah on the on the ceiling. Really good shot. Really good reveal. It's of the that. it's the poster for today's episode on on our yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. It's, do I, I forget like how good of a shot that is? Do I need to leave Cheryl Lee's butt right now? Because I don't really want to. But if you need nah. me to, I will. 
Just make sure you send me that wallpaper later so I can use it too for research purposes. Let's I need see. it for my uh, my studies of human anatomy. Yeah. All right, hold on one second. I'm finding uh, see, see, Dick's working on boob recognition software. I'm working on butt recognition software. There you software. go, yeah. Yeah. Right. We're going to make millions, the two of us. I'm more of a butt guy. That That is awesome. The Sun God Motel. It looks, yeah. it just, it it's looks so fucking cheesy. Fan- yeah. You could tell they built this set with nothing, and then that's why they burn it later, and it works. Yeah. Because they, all they did was throw up some slats on the outside and some neon lights, yep. called it good, and then burned it fucking alive. But I love that wide shot, though, with him walking towards the motel. It looks like something out of a comic book. Yeah. It's no, uh, fuck was his name from Fernestadon, uh, Bobby's Rodriguez. World of Liquor. No, the, the World of Liquor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Pussy anyway. Liquor? Yeah. He shows Titty up. Twister. You could tell um, Tarantino got a lot of inspiration from this shot because it's exactly how Uma Thurman looks when she walks up to the, remember she gets out of her grave, walks up to the gas station, and it's the exact same shot we just saw. This is all shot in New Mexico. Oh, oh. yeah, that, that's probably not gonna fly. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, go. that's a great, great shot. There we go. That is a good shot. Yeah, but it's her in a hotel room, and then he's behind her on Valak, the Defiler, the Marquis of Snakes. That's not what my name's based off. <laughs> yeah, she's right there, and then he comes in, and then he he starts to go down on her while also biting her thigh. Woo! And then so that seemed kind of weird to me, but that there's a payoff for that later. I'm like, why in this universe do they bite her on the thigh? And that's because if they bit her on the neck, then everybody would know that she'd been bitten. So they bit her on the thigh, so that the guys wouldn't know she was bit by a vampire, even though they fucking figure it out anyway. Kind of weird. Yeah, that's what I was getting out of. But it. it ends up being her entire premise for her being in the in the movie is she's bitten by the master who's who's Valak. What the fuck did Dick just find out? I, I'm reading the dialogue from from the movie. We right. got it right he's, here. He's reading James Woods' line, I guarantee James it. James Woods' dialogue there is great. There it is. <laughs> he would not laugh this hard at anything else. It's a work of art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I also hate James Woods as a person. Oh, yeah. He's the fucking worst. Anyway, Dick, what are you so excited about? Well, just, uh, you ever see a vampire? No, I haven't. No? Well, first of all, they're not romantic. It's not like they're a bunch of fucking fags hopping around in rented formal wear and seducing everybody in sight with cheesy Eurotrax accents, all right? Forget whatever you see in the movies. They don't turn into bats. Crosses don't work. Garlic? Garlic. You want to try garlic? You can stand there with garlic around your neck and one of those buggers will bend you over and take a walk up your strata chocolate while he's sucking the blood out of your neck. Yeah, that whole scene was amazing. Oh man, that that whole that whole set of dialogue right there is just a big fuck you to Anne Rice in uh, Interview with the Vampire, and I love it. Well, I fucking hate that movie. Uh, okay, let's take a pause here. What are your, your I don't know three four favorite vampire movies? Mines. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why you pluralize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mines, yeah. Mines. Blade. Uh, I'd have to say Blade. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Lost Boys. If I had to pick three. Okay, Dick. Mm-hmm. I would say. I'm gonna throw uh, in Near Dark as well. Near Dark. God, vampire movies. 
Um, I would definitely say... Um, if you need a minute, I can go first. You go first. I'm going to say from Dust to Dawn. Yeah. And then I will say uh, Interview of the Vampire. And then that. I will say uh, 30 Days a Night. Oh, there you go. That's I, a good one. I love that yeah. fucking movie. It's so movie. underrated. And that's it. I don't need to continue. Well, I'm just thinking it's like vampire because there's so many of them. There is. Yeah, there are thousands of them. Most of them yeah. are terrible. How many yeah, Twilight near, movies are there? Those. Near Dark, <laughs> Lost Boys, Blade. <laughs> Breaking uh, Dawn is so good. Bram Stoker's Dracula is cool. God, yeah. Oh, let the right one in. Yeah. That's oh the, God, that'd be yeah, number four. That's that's probably one of the best ones. Number I've four. Seen. Both versions. Uh, both the versions American are very good. Yeah. Let, me, let me in yeah. and let the right one in are both yeah, great. They're very they're both good. good. Yeah, I like, I like the remake more because it has more on the characters. Yes, but... that's Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. Why did you say it? Oh, like you that? like a really young, don't you? She's like eleven. Talking about no, she's not. She's, she's a hundred. Yes. She's hundred fifty years old. Underage in that shot, man. Now I'm weirdo. The original. Like hold on. The original movie is foreign, so it's a twelve-year-old, and they show. Yeah. She's yeah. like, eh. I'm like, no. Why? I've, yeah, I've seen. I've seen both foreign. Yeah. Wait, I hope my head cannon for that movie is it's an adult with just no titties, and I'm like, why are they showing this? I, uh, I, I saw the, the American version first, and then I saw, well, I want to see where this I came did the same from, thing. so I watched the, the one with well, the I subtitles. Saw, and, I yeah. saw I saw the, the foreign version first, because it came out in theaters first, and we went and saw that when I was in L.A. the second time, and then the sequel, came, the remake came out, and I was like, oh, I'm here to see the remake, and that's why I saw So I saw the, the original first. But what are your three, if you had to name them? Oh, fuck, three? I don't know if I can. Try because I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Unlike what you just mentioned, what Adam just mentioned, I want to do something different. No, but it, um, combine our list if you have to. But what are your what are the three that come to mind? This is a podcast. We have a limited amount of time. Uh, I would say <laughs> John Carpenter's Vampires. <laughs> Honestly, I would say. No, he's, he's fucking gone. Cop out. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, what are your top three? Uh, I'm trying to think of. I'm, I'm trying to think of Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh, I like Eddie Vampire in Brooklyn. It's bad, but it's great. I should. That's my number five. In, Innocent <laughs> Blood, maybe. So I need to rewatch that. I haven't watched that in a long time. Love at First Bite with George Hamilton. Oh, Once oh Bitten, Twice God. Shy with with a. Uh, oh, Fright Night's pretty good. Fright Night. There you go. Now Fright Night's not a bad one. Um, Once Bitten, Twice Shy. I really do like Transylvania sixty five hundred. Transylvania six five thousand. So, six five thousand. Yeah. Sorry, I, I yeah I don't like that movie, but my parents love that movie. It's uh, it's not good, but once a bit and twice shy is fun. Uh, what's his um, name? Sean blah, 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 three name guy. Uh, Nicholas Cage's vampire movie. What was that one? Um, There's no vampires in that. No, but it's it's still va- he's he's. Pretend it, to be a it vampire. is. It is not a vampire movie. That's he's that's, done. Move on. Yeah, that's done. the joke of that movie. You had your chance. You blew it. <laughs> uh, the uh, the addiction. The the uh, Christopher Walken. Uh, if you don't have a list, that's fine. I Let's don't. Move I'm on. sorry. What I, I didn't expect to ask that question. <laughs> Why aren't you thinking of other vampire movies when you're watching this? It seems natural. Adam was ready. No. No. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna because say, I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of vampire yeah. movies in my collection. So just the ones that I that I like are yeah. you know more you know action oriented. Else, I love is from Dust Till Dawn two, with uh, oh what's it, Robert Robert Patrick, Robert Patrick and he talked. Yeah. They're in a hotel room, and then we'll move on. We'll talk about the actual movie after this. 
But he's in a hotel room and they're watching porno. And it's uh the guy that from uh, Breaking Bad, the guy with the gold teeth, you know, the the villain from the first season. He's also oh in, yeah 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 Julio. He, no, uh, Salamanca. Oh, that guy. What the fuck his name he's, is? But he's the guy that says, "Get your shit pushed in." Yes, that guy. But he's sitting there yeah, and they're watching porno, yeah. and he's like, and this is a they're fucking, and he's like, "I need a story." It's one of the guys is like, "We need a story." He's like, "I care more about the story. I care more about the fucking." And I love that line because I'm like, I'm the same way. I need a story in my porno, otherwise I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's right. I need to know why they're fucking. Why are these two people fucking? <laughs> I don't care that they're fucking. I don't know why. <laughs> you now would I not can... have survived the seventies. No, that's all I gotta say. In, in a seventies movies, fucking would just break out for no reason at all. Just let's fuck. I need more backstory back on my fucking. I need to know why she wants to suck him off that bad. If but... you had people in a room longer than fifteen seconds, there would be <laughs> fucking or nudity. All right, yeah. so let's continue. Um, uh, the the, oh, the the va- bad vampire shows up at the hotel room. She he eats Sherilyn and her and her thigh, like you said, Dick, to hide that he bit her there. And then he shows up to the main hotel room, and he, Mark Boone Jr. opens the door, and he goes <laughs> and cuts him in, in half. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. And then he just slaughters everybody. And James just Woods walks around. <laughs> he kills the priest by holding a gun up to his head, going. Fuck you then. <laughs> Blows his brains out. You see the splatter on the on the ceiling the entire rest of the scene when he comes back and cleans up. It's great. But then James Woods and, and uh, Daniel Baldwin duck out of the room like a couple of bitches. They're like poof, they barrel all at the door. <laughs> and then they're like, ah! they leave. Because apparently there's a rule here in this movie they introduce halfway through. You cannot kill a master vampire at night. Only the sun can do it, apparently. They, they have a list of rules similar to the ones that they use in Zombieland. Yeah. But they don't call them back enough to, to where they'll sit in. Because that's one thing I like about Zombieland is they show them on the screen. They call that's them quirkier. back frequently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Adam, I'm very disappointed in you. You forgot the quintessential space vampire movie ever made. Life Force. Life, Life Force. Force. Yeah, I, I guess that's... Yeah, space vampires. Yeah, the vampire. It's on. It's, yeah. it's on here. That's my favorite canon film. Yeah. yeah. Dick, what do you feel about any of the vampire? I like that one a lot, actually. I okay, think that so was pretty good. You're That's more in my camp. One. You know, yeah, what, I you like know what? that. I like that movie. You I just what? don't like Anne Rice. I know. You know what's terrible? Whatever you feel, Adam is fine. But the sequel, Queen of the Damned, is just a oh. fucking worst. Yeah, it's bad. That's bad. It is bad. so bad. It's a shame bad. that that's how Aaliyah had to exit this world. Being yes, bad. yes. It's it makes so you go, bad. thank you, plane. You did the right thing. Oof. Oof. Ouch. Oh, Bordello <laughs> of Blood. Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood's a vampire movie. Here's the problem with that is I, I love that movie as a kid, and I love Dennis Miller, but now I might not like it. Oh, Adam. Oh, you know, Don't good take one. my d- picture. D- uh, Daybreakers. That's a good vampire movie. Adam, you're on. We're, you put that, we're on yeah, the same account. Put that on my shit. Yeah. Adam, we're on the same account. Do you not realize that? No, <laughs> I know. I just didn't realize it. it. So if I change my picture to my thing, then it does that for you too. Well, let's find out. Nope. Okay. Weird. So Steven Seagal's got a vampire movie called Against the Dark. Oh, no. 2014. 2009. Oh, before. That's the same year as Into the Sun, I think. Oh. 
Dark Shadows. Oh no! Fuck no. Dark Shadows. Hey, to Fuck be fair, it up. the Tim Burton version of Dark Shadows is one hundred thousand times better than the actual TV show. <sighs> that ain't that, saying much. No, it's not. But that show was so fucking atrociously bad. This is boring. You know. Okay. Dracula Untold. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen a vampire movie since Thirty Days a Night, and I'm like, I'm done. There's no reason to. I'm done. I love 30 Days a Night, though. That is so underrated. Oh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, shit. That's, that's my number three. Number it's, f- it's a problem with, with vampires and, and werewolves. Is it just Those things have just been done so many times, it just gets lost as white noise. You know? Well, the Underworld movies really ruined it. They, they, they made like 20 they did. of them. They, 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 they are definitely worse than Anne Rice. Twilight didn't help. Started there. Twilight, Twilight killed it off. They put the last nail in there. Yeah. But I do love Buffy. I, I grew up on that movie, and Paul Rubens, yeah. when he dies, is fucking hilarious. Yeah, ah, Edgar Howard is great. He dies, like, over a course of five minutes. <laughs> oh, it's great. Anyway, um, let's continue with the movie. Um, who gives a shit? They escape. They realize Cheryl Lee has been bitten. They take her as bait because apparently the master and the person they bite have... Uh, but... Don't forget how James Woods and Billy Baldwin, uh, or whatever his name is, uh, they the, the first thing they say is, "Oh, she's fucking bitten. Leave the bitch. Yeah, dump that bitch. Oh wait, wait, kill hold her. on. Yeah. Kill that bitch." And they grab her and bring her. Oh wait, wait, no, we need her. I was just this- I was trying to figure out if your if your name here on screen, John Carpenter's "Bitches Leave," is a reference to this movie or RoboCop. I couldn't <laughs> tell which. <laughs> bitches <laughs> leave. I couldn't no, tell. No. Bitches leave. <laughs> Bitches leave. <laughs> That's one of the greatest lines ever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was an ad lib. You would know, Adam. Was that an ad lib or was that in the script? Bitches leave. It's in no. the script. Was yeah. it a script? There, okay. There's there. Uh, what's his name? Doesn't he doesn't do ad lib? Uh, oh, okay. Paul Verhoeven. No. He yeah. Don't. He's whatever's in the script. That's what's that's what you're saying. Yeah. Well. It depends on how much work you put in the script as a director. And, and John Carpenter apparently... It just depends on the director. Verhoeven's one of those guys that he doesn't do... Well, he doesn't know English that well, so... That'll do it. And, yeah. <laughs> and he just does whatever the it fuck It shows. Yeah, it shows. I'll do what's here. Well, according to the IMDb page of trivia, this, this script was essentially two scripts, and it's based on a novel... And John Carpenter took the two novel or the two scripts of the novel and put them together in a mesh. He basically combined all elements of all three. He and rewrote the, it himself. Yeah, yeah. and he, he did it uncredited. He, he's basically not credited for the script, but he did rewrite it. And the the author of the book said, "It's he likes the movie, but it's not his book at all. It's not the plot at all. Well, there is no plot. That's what he said. The and even I think Carpenter said the same thing. There's not really a plot." The script of yeah. the script of Robocop, I would just say I'd buy that for a dollar. Does it go away? Okay, there we go. Absolutely. Yeah. You have a lot of clips on here, Adam. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's from from years of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um yeah, there's a lot of ad libbing going on and it's good. It, I personally, oh, let's just, let's finish describing the movie. It's really just them following Cheryl Lee. She he she wakes yeah. up in a hotel room. She's naked, and then uh, fucking Daniel Baldwin's like abusive as shit to her. Yes, he and is. And then he like later on confesses his love, and then is willing to die for her, and then does yeah. die for her, and then goes to Mexico it's as a vampire so for her too. And you're well, like, if you saw that ass, we all saw that ass. You know why he did it. I I do get that. 
But I don't get that she reciprocates it in any way. She has not described any sort of love or even a kindredship for this man. What was the purpose of tying her up naked other than to give the audience a view of her backside? That's it. Uh, That's what I figured it was. She was covered in blood. Right? No, not yet. No, she was fine. I yeah, just but because he gives her clothes back to her at some point, he does cover well, her up. But he has know, to get like, coerced into giving her a towel. Yes. <laughs> he eventually gives her a towel. She He's goes like, into the bathroom. She yeah. starts to have the telepathic link there with the master, and she sees some shit like where he goes in and kills a, a some guy Cause in the, the church. Because the, va- the the master vampire is looking for a black cross to make him a daywalker, basically. And that's that's the yes. plot that is moving the movie. The rest Just of the like world. Blade. So this is pretty much the same as Blade. Yeah, not, it, yeah, it's, not it's, far it's, off. It's, it's Blade, except Blade is more European, I would say, and this is more Western. And fun. And fun. Blade's more fun. Yes. <clears throat> I'd say Blade's more comic. This is more Western. Yeah, Blade is Blade is comic book style. before because, But the, the nice thing about Blade is Blade came out before comic book movies were a thing everywhere yeah. all the time so it i honestly didn't even know it was a comic when i watched it until it said based on marvel comics in the opening credit I'm yeah like, oh no shit never heard i of was this feels more like a, a good version good in quotes version of ghosts of mars yes yeah. and, and ironically i chose both for some reason <laughs> but ghosts of mars is fucking terrible Yes. And this is also, the this restrained is, this is a version better of movie that. than Escape from L.A., I think. Because yeah. this, this, this one, you, you know how you and I were talking a couple weeks ago about simple simple plots, uh, simple stories, let everything happen to where you're not confused or overcomplicating it and no. you can just enjoy it? You don't remember I do remember that. that. I just, I like okay. Escape from L.A. more. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I do. I, I like this better, way better. You are this, the one. This, all right, let me say, this is more of a Carpenter movie than Escape from L.A. Escape from L.A. felt like a paint-by-numbers remake <laughs> slash reboot slash sequel. This is more like original Carpenter shit. There you go. He's got to cut off the heads of all the whores and his friends and stab them all in the heart and burn their bodies. He, exactly. He has to go back, and he takes all the heads, and he goes out to the desert, and he finds a giant crack, and he starts to fill it in with dirt. That's like, that is, yeah. That is the worst spot to bury them. They're going to... And it turns out the news he is like, we try. found some heads. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even try. Damn, but he's dude. so busy yeah. trying to make the whole thing look cool. So it's like, I'm going to do this wearing my sunglasses. Yeah. I'm going to light the fucking cigar and then throw the fucking lighter in the hotel after I poured gas over everything. But he works so hard in this movie. It, yeah. He's working so hard. He goes and he does all that work. And he's got to go meet the Cardinal and get his new priest to help him out. And the Cardinal ends up being a villain. Pause. Twister. Uh, tw- twisty alert. Well... I'm glad you mentioned that because it was uh, one of the few things I, I did bring up in my notes. The, the Cardinal is like, well, here's Valak, and we need to find out where he... For some reason, at this point, for some reason, we don't know why the Cardinal and his replacement priest will not tell him any information. They refuse to tell him what's going on, but they're also like, you have to solve this. Otherwise, he becomes a daywalk. Now, we don't know this yet, but... That's the threat. They're, they're pulling the old army need to know shit without actually saying need to know. Yes, that's what they're doing to him. But because well, he does, off. he does yeah. tell him that you're a soldier. And he, the cardinal also you you missed you now. missed a key detail too. Is Valak says 
uh, uh, James Woods' name, Jack Crow. I'm like, yeah. what a cool fucking name is that? It's like fucking yeah. comic book level, you know. And but how does he know his name? And he says somebody set me up because how the fuck did he know my name? Yeah, yeah. And the priest refused to say anything, and then. He's driving, and the priest is like keeps talking and talking, and then they pull over, and then he does this. He points a gun in his face. He's like, "Tell me what the fuck's going on." He's like, "I don't know anything." He's like, "I don't believe you, but let's continue." And then they drive, and then it's just the rest of the movie is just them trying to find uh, Valak, and Valak is he's losing his his you know followers because he killed them all. And he's trying to recruit more to find this black cross, which will make him to finish a ritual. The, the priest eventually acknowledges that the the backstory is they they did an exorcism, it half finished, but it turns out it turned him evil, and it made him a vampire, and he can only the stay out at night. Exorcism, yeah. and that's why halfway through, so it's literally halfway through the day. It's a really convoluted backstory. So he's looking for the cross to finish the ritual so he can walk around during the day as this vampire, which will apparently be like world domination. I don't know. But that's the setup. James Woods has to stop him from finding this cross and completing the ritual. It's as simple as I can make it, really. Well, and then what they need, the reason why Jack Crow is needed is they need the blood of a crusader to finish the ritual. And he's the one that they're going to sacrifice, basically, in the uh, yeah. for the ritual. Yeah. The cardinal said, like everyone else is dead. The European divisions yeah. wiped out. And you assume it's Valak that's wiping these people out. Yeah. So it makes you think if James Wood just stood still in the hotel room, he'd been fine. Well, there you go. Because Valak <laughs> couldn't kill him. He needed his blood for the ritual. Yeah. Yeah. He could have stood there and be like. Your mother's pussy smelly. And it said, like, horrible shit that James Wood says in this movie. And well, the problem, the, 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 the only issue that I have with this movie is the priest, the, the new priest, he's in, the, he's in, like, a convenience store while they're prepping uh, Jack Crow for the sacrifice. And it's like they cut between him in the store and, and um, what's, oh, look at that. Uh, she's just so hot. Uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Um, that was my point. <laughs> uh, the priest comes out and he blows the priest in the back with a shotgun. But it's like he heard all the exposition from inside the convenience store. Because like they keep flashing back and forth between him. And he's like looking around and he's scared. And he gets his strength back and he gets the shotgun from under the register of the store. And he's on the roof. And the first thing he does is he blows the cardinal away in the back. He blows him Shoots him in the back, basically. It was all smart. the way up from the top of the roof. Too. All the way with a shotgun, with a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> Fucking sawed-off. That's shotgun. hard to do, but whatever. <laughs> Did anyone else think uh, that the priest was going to be played by Fisher Stevens? He reminded yeah. me so much <laughs> the of the whole time. The whole time I was seeing the priest, I was thinking Guillermo del Toro. But Fisher maybe Stevens. Yeah. Accent. Yeah. I thought it was Fisher Stevens in the opening scene. And I'm like, no, no, that's not him. What else we got? I, I meant the Cardinal, sorry. It looks like Martin, Martin Henderson, too. The Martin yeah, Henderson. The, 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 the Cardinal was Guillermo yeah. del Toro. And, uh, yeah. Well, the, the Cardinal's uh, somebody famous who's a foreign actor. I'm sure he is. Well, my, I can't really. I, I, I think it was Franco Nero, but it was. Let's finish off the, the plot there so we can talk about spoilers and stuff. But uh, basically, they show up at the, this place in New Mexico and they, and they find out that they're there. They're, Cheryl Lee's leading the entire way, she's seeing all this shit. She goes, they're in there. 
they go in there, and then like like Dick said, they have a whole thing where they need his blood, and they need to get this to complete the ritual. The priest is alive, but he's hiding it behind some counter. He's the elderly lady behind a counter in a small town, as Pearl Jam said. And then he goes up on top and he shoots the the cardinal in the back. And then he, he but it's a power move because he's like, "Hey, you need a cardinal there to finish it. Why don't you go fuck yourselves? If you need to finish this with me, shotgun to his chin." It's like, "Make a move, I'll blow my brains out." And then he, the the Valak is like holds a, a flaming torch over over James Woods, and he's like, "Oh, well, if you do that, I'll burn him." And I'm like, no matter what, you're both dead, so fucking blow your brains out and you're done. But I don't know why this ritual had to be completed this night. Why couldn't they go find someone else tomorrow? I don't know why. It didn't matter, apparently, because they had to rush this shit along. (laughs) They had the I'm like, oh, he's dead. If he blows his brains out, go find someone else tomorrow or in a week or in a month. You've waited 600 years for this. You, You have... You have another week in you, right? But apparently not. And then uh, it's really mm-hmm. just Charlie bites Daniel Baldwin. Daniel Baldwin lives, and he shows up, and he, he does the harpoon thing again, and James was his cross above the fire pit, pulls him out of there, and it looks like the dummy was knocked off. even looked like the dummy got a concussion when it, when it landed on the ground. And then they drive out of there. He gets out of there, and then they, he goes in to fight the, the main vampire, Apparently it's after dark, so they can't kill him. Even though he shoots, he not he shoulder rolls into a pillar and it knocks it down. Sunlight hits him. No, no, the ending is it's after the sun came up, right? That's that's what it was. The ending is exactly like Fright Night, the exact same fucking thing. And then he burns alive. He does the fireworks thing, but that's the ending. But let's so let's yeah. break it down. Frank Darabont. They go, and because they crash their vehicle in, I don't know, the first 20 minutes, and they have to steal another vehicle to get out of there to go find out more information on Valak. This is before he goes and talks to the Cardinal. And uh, Daniel Baldwin walks up on a, on a guy who's filling his car with gas. And I was sitting there watching it, I don't know, noon today, and uh, Matala walks into the room and she sits down with me and I'm like, I'm watching a vampire movie. Don't don't ask any questions. I'm not going to have any explanation <laughs> for you. And she's like, okay. You're watching this tonight? I'm like, yeah. And I was like, he's going to steal a car. Is that Frank Darabont? I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, the director of Shawshank. Holy shit. And she's like, what? And I was like, I looked it up. I'm like, that is him. Why the fuck is he in this movie? I have no idea. It's Frank Darabont. <laughs> it's Gene Parmesan. But he steals his car and drives off, and that's the end of Frank Darabont. I'm like, why was he in this? That is so random. That's funny. Probably buddies with uh, John Carpenter. Seems oh, like absolutely. the two of them would get along. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's just weird that they. Why bother? Is it? It, it would make Boom. sense because John Carpenter's usually friends with people that are very outside Hollywood. Like Carpenter is definitely not in that inner circle, man. He fucking no. hates that whole the whole group of them. So. That's why he didn't uh, go farther, you know. Oh, I forgot Shirley was in Winter's Bone. Who did she play in that? I don't know. Uh, April. I don't remember that part. <laughs> okay. Um, well, speaking she gave of... Me a, she gave me a Winter's Bone, that's for sure. Yeah. 
Okay, there that that shot right there. I love that shot of, of all of them coming up out of the dirt. That that was uh, yeah. I know. I'm very, trying to find very the, cool. I'm trying to find my only problem with that shot is it went on a minute too long. It is really yeah, long. Yeah, but it's, they just look cool though. Just watch all because those okay. are people coming up out of the actors coming up out of the dirt, man. Yeah, it's well done. Okay, here it you is. Know, no, no CG or nothing. It's just a neat. It's a neat visual. I'm gonna stop screen sharing and then I'll share it when it, they start here, which they are right now. There we go. It goes on of, uh, way too long. This is the start of a Marilyn Manson video from 1994. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a beatball. The beautiful beatball. The beautiful beatball. Ah. The beautiful beatball. The beautiful beatball. You can't see the forest full of trees, but you can't. Uh, you're can't smell your own shit on knees. I thought there's a Japanese vampire. I thought that was funny. I've seen a couple of those Japanese horror movies on Joe Bob Briggs. I am not a fan of those. They're (laughs) wacky. They are. They uh, hop. Why do they hop? But I like to see. There you go. Classical carpenter stare right there. Just the the whole look of them. It's still going, but I'll stop here because they they take so long to get out of their graves. Yeah. And it's like, God damn end. I will say, this this movie's an hour. I was going to say, you bury yourself in sand out in the desert and see how long it takes you to get the fuck up out of that hole. Yeah, but they can do it at once. They don't need to go one at a time. (laughs) I'm just saying, it's an hour. F- Those actors probably said, "Look, if you're burying me in the sand, I want a close-up, motherfucker." Oh, my own yeah, right. It's probably For a compromise. Sure. <laughs> but it's an hour and forty-eight minutes. This movie, yeah. I felt like it was forty minutes too long. <laughs> they could have cut a lot, especially in the well, in this in the last third. Okay, it's, it's the if we're talking Baldwin about Baldwin stuff. Yeah, the, the the Baldwin stuff. I, I agree with Dick. I would cut a lot of the Baldwin stuff, especially that whole thing. And they do it twice, and I don't understand why. Where he's trying to cauterize the fucking wound with a lighter. Where yeah. the fuck did that come from? Where was that set up? What is he trying to do? Did he really set himself on fire? And then he does it later with a submachine gun. Yeah. yeah. After she bit, <sighs> you miss that whole part. Where she <laughs> bites a chunk out of his fucking neck, and somehow yeah. he survives that shit. And then he shoots the submachine gun and tries to cauterize the wound with that, as if that's going to fucking work. Like I'm like, where is this coming from? Yes, all of the Daniel Baldwin stuff sucked in this movie. And I guess the parts that I don't like. Looks awful. What cracks me up is according to IMDb trivia, that part was originally for Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. And he gave it it to like his little loser brother. It's like he He left the room. He left the room to take a successful phone call and was like, um I don't know, Daniel. Here. And threw it through his brother. And they're like, like piranhas, and just accepted he, where the fuck he like gave the, them. Uh, what's the guy, the the Joe Estevez of that family? You know what I mean? He's Martin, what? Martin it's, it's, like, over. it's like the scene from The Dark Knight where the Joker breaks the pills cue and goes, "We're having yeah. tryouts, <laughs> yeah. and only only room for one employee. Make it quick. Make yeah. it quick. Yep. It's that. And, and it's the, exactly. the 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 Baldwin brothers like." Argh! Like, I want vampires. 
And Steven was the weakest, so he fell to the ground. I'm telling you, man, those Baldwins are all clones of each other. And, and every time I look at them, all I can think of is that scene from, from Alien Resurrection where they have, like, all the Ripley clones, except it's the Baldwins, you know? And it's like there's some of them are developed better than others. And I have nightmares about the Baldwin brothers just fucking smother me, all these sweaty, hairy-ass Baldwins. But it's funny because all of them have a really <clears throat> successful movie. Like, Steven has yeah. usual suspects. Uh, Billy has uh, a backdraft. Daniel has fucking nothing. This is yeah, his most successful the, the movie. Backdraft, yeah. This is Daniel's most successful movie. Alec has all the movies in the world to be successful with. And then Daniel's left with vampires. Yeah, Al- Alex, Alex has the some scraps. good fucking movies. And, and so has uh, Adam Baldwin. I've liked him in some things, too. So um. Adam Baldwin's not related, though. Oh, that's right. He's they're not. not they're not. That. They're not related. No relation. That, he's he's too good looking. He's not hairy enough. So no, yeah, he's not as hairy. No, no. yeah. <laughs> Billy Baldwin oh, is basically Alec Baldwin in 1992. Yes. He just yes. has the long hair, and he's he tries to be but, good looking, but he's kind of weird at the same time. Billy Baldwin got to screw Sidney Crawford in Fair Game. Uh, Alec Baldwin got to screw uh, Kim Basinger in the Hit and Run movie or whatever that was called. Can you, can you real imagine life. how terri- how terrifying a Baldwin family picnic would be? Like they're all oh, out by God. the pool with no fucking shirt on, with them them hairy fucking chests, all of them. Like you could braid their fucking chest hair together. <laughs> J- and- Jake Gyllenhaal is a close second to that hairy chest game. Stephen Stephen Baldwin. He's got that Austin Powers fucking chest yeah. hair. I'd fit. I'd fit in. I'd fit right in with the Baldwin family reunion shirtless contest. They're they're all doing cocaine. <laughs> like, oh look, it's a Yeti convention. Hi. All the Baldwins are doing cocaine, and then Stephen Baldwin won't, won't quit reading from the Bible. Just, they, just, they just got more. cocaine in their chest hair just piled up. And they're all talking. They're all talking like this to each other. And Stephen oh, Wong's like, oh, 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 yay, says the Lord. Hold on, guys. It gets better. And he keeps reading. And you're like, shut up, Stephen. Why the fuck are you here, Stephen? Get out of here, Stephen. Uh, and Stephen yeah. Baldwin goes, at least I'm in a good movie. Billy, <laughs> when, when when Dan when Daniel Baldwin's on screen is where the movie drags for me. It drags. Yeah, you don't like the part where the where the people are coming up out of the hole. For me, it's it's every line that, that Daniel Baldwin's delivering. But like, why are you that's here? twelve minutes they could cut right there out of my forty that I said. <laughs> that is twelve minutes they could cut. Get rid of this extended vampire rising sequence. Cut it down to twelve seconds, and you're fine. You don't need a minute and a half. And then it's well, just a lot you know, of stuff like that. You know what that, that scene was missing, man? Some, somebody needs to recut that that whole scene with Hey Man, Nice Shot. And just that's... Yeah. yeah. Get Topher Grace on the phone. It's just, yeah. you can cut a lot out of this movie. And and because even the scene where he's cutting off the heads of the of the vampire, of his, of his posse, of his pack, yeah. that is way too long. And yeah, like, God is, yeah. damn, cut this down. The, of all the fucking things to do, a montage, him cutting heads off of hookers and the, and the what's left of his fucking team. That could have been 40 seconds. Instead, it's six minutes. And you're like, God I would have damn, had a, dude. another montage of them killing vampires. Yeah. Uh, that, that was another cool thing they did, too, is they got the hookers, and they're trying to show off. They're like, well, so what do you do for a living? Like, a hooker would really give a shit. Yeah. You know, you're paying me. What the fuck do you care? Oh, I, I kill vampires. And, no, seriously. And they're like, no, really? We fucking kill vampires and we kick the shit out of them. I love that fucking line. I did yeah. like the the second part of that line where 
Bobby, what's his yeah, name? Uh, uh, Mark Boone Jr. Mark Boone Jr. Yeah. He goes, uh, we know there's we know there's a hell and a devil, and we know there's a God, but we don't understand God. Yeah. Can you imagine if they rebooted this show and it was like a prequel and you had Mark Boone Jr. through the entire fucking <laughs> like, season to him being a vampire hunter? That would be so badass. But oh. Mark Boone Jr. is too old to be doing that now. He's so oh, I great. Know. Yeah. He's he was, so... you know, I loved him in uh, Sons of Anarchy, too. He's great. Oh, he's great. Batman he's Begin- character actor. Memento, Batman Begins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, oh, he's in Insomnia, too, wasn't he? Oh, no, yeah. Memento. I'm Memento, sorry. he plays the, the hotel yeah, guy. Yeah, the hotel guy, yeah. I was double-charging you, sorry. You know, the, the slow version of James Woods getting his nuts barbecued on a crucifix. God, Padre, my nuts are on fire here. Yeah. Cheryl Lee's a vampire ah. now. Cheryl Lee makes a really cool vampire, oh. too. Finish it! No! Come on, Padre, my nuts are on fire here. There it is. <laughs> no, you gotta go to the scene where... Billy Baldwin saves him by shooting the cross with that arrow and dragging it off with James. It's, it's James, really bad. James Woods It's comically fucking bad when that cross <laughs> hits the ground. He's just Oh my away. god. I, I was laughing out loud. I told you, even I, the mannequin got whiplash. Oh, so funny. It was just like, oh my god. I didn't realize that was so bad. It's playing in the side here. I'll let you know when it gets there. It's coming up in a minute. Oh, so good. Yeah, the, it hits the ground so hard that the mannequin is like, bah, 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 bah. It's like, damn. Like, if any human stepman was on that cross, they'd be dead. They would, Hashtag every, mannequin rights matter. And then every it, bone in their body would be shattered. Well, it turns into slow motion while uh, William Baldwin here, or Daniel Baldwin, yeah. shows up. And here we go. Funk. But here we go. Here it is. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, which one's better, guys? That one or the Titanic uh, one that we watched? Night to Remember. Uh, Titanic's better. Oh, I was going to say, the Night to Remember dummy was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, here we go again. It's got legendary crash test dummies. I want to pause it here. Why they chose for slow motion? I don't understand that, but. All right, here, we're going to watch it unpaused. Because it's fucking hilarious how much his head bounces around. Ah! No human being would ever survive that. Not no. without permanent fucking damage for the rest of his life. They are like, brain dead. James Woods should be eating his breakfast through straws for the rest of his life after that. He's like, a ball then save me. He should be like the Jerry from the last episode we did. After. He should, he should be series. bitching about it on the way down the road. Can't be, believe I was saved by Daniel Baldwin. What the fuck? What Just let the me fuck die, Daniel. Come, <laughs> yeah. come on, Billy. I'm Daniel. Yeah, he's whatever. Ho- he has like a weird headshot of Alec, and he's like putting yeah, it over Daniel's body. <laughs> Thank you, Alec. I appreciate you saving me. I always feel <laughs> respectful of this uh, saving. It, it, it wasn't Boone. It was a fucking Baldwin. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. that, that, they should have reversed the roles. They should have had Boone playing uh, yes. Dan, uh, Daniel Baldwin. Well, you know, it would have been a uh, way Car- more interesting movie. Carpenter originally wanted Bruce Campbell for that role. What uh, the fuck was Bruce Campbell doing? Was he busy? What What would you do with Bruce Campbell and James Woods doing what James Woods does in this movie? That'd be, be a little bit too much. Yeah, a little overkill. bit too much testosterone there. Yeah, too much. Ex- so much. Your head would explode. I mean, your dickhead would explode. It'd be too much of that. Also, is yeah. 
as much as I love Bruce Campbell, he's very one note. It's he's, he's just Bruce Campbell in everything. So oh yeah, uh, exactly. You know, just to detract from it. You know. Yeah. All right, guys. This is a, a fun movie, but let's get let's let's get down to the brass tacks here. Uh, what do we rate this motherfucker out of ten? Uh, rewatching it again and enjoying it even more. I'm gonna say I I give it an eight. I really like this movie. I'm I'm really this is this is John Carpenter's last hurrah. This is yeah. like the last movie that he made, which was successful, by the way. <clears throat> this was the yeah, last. This, successful this one movie. made a profit. It got a sequel, and I would also agree with you because I also gave this one an eight. This is definitely upper tier Carpenter. This is fun. I'm just pissed that I never watched this sooner because I, I I guess I always just associated that this was one of his lower grade trashier movies, so I just never gave it any attention and maybe it's just that it's held up better over the years or the fact like you said it's a a very end of the 90s type movie but it was so fun that i actually backed it up and started watching it again uh because i just i was i was getting a kick out of it you know but yeah this is upper upper tier carbon you could tell he was having fun making this this is kind of like you know you got your cerebral carpenter which is like the thing and they live and then you've got your your fun action carpenter, which is like, you know, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., and Vampires. And so this kind of falls into that camp. But, yeah, I think it's an 8 for sure. Interesting. All right, so you guys got 8. I like the movie. I do enjoy it. I, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, this is fun. But it's only of six scenes that I thought were really fun. So overall, I was like, eh, I, did, I watched this movie a bunch growing up, and then I didn't watch it again for 20 years. So, I did give it a five. Wow. That, that is only because I was I expecting felt, at least a six. I wow. felt it. Well, six is what I feel like if it was edited down to an hour 25, hour 30. But with uh, almost two hours, I was like, this is dragging so much in this scene. And it's a lot of scenes that are just waiting outside a hotel. And they're like, I'm like, can we get the fucking like hurry the fuck up? It's it's not paced so, so correctly. So you don't you don't appreciate all the all the overly cool James Wood scenes with you know him lighting up the cigarette and putting the sunglasses on. No, and, you know having the if it were Kurt like Russell, kind of this stuff. would be an eight. But because see Wood. that's that's the western stuff that you kind of missed out on when you were watching. But I didn't miss out on it. Those scenes are there. I watched I, it. I want an extra star for Cheryl Lee's ass. That gets there a ten. I'm trying to find well, that, that scene. That should at least bring it up a letter. Yeah, it should at least bring it up to a six. No, that's a that's a ten. No, but Shirley's ass goes from four to five, or five to six, and then it goes pacing back down to five. Ugh. I but Man. if it were an shorter by half an hour, I would. I, this would be a solid fucking movie. It really would. Every other uh, Carpenter movie is an hour forty. This is an hour forty-eight, and that eight minutes apparently is a huge difference. <laughs> That's what did for you. I was so. I was like, calm the fuck. Eight on. minutes, a whole fucking letter grade for eight minutes. Eight minutes of Daniel Baldwin. The problem is, the, the movie has a lot of weird shit where it just veers off course for way too long. Oh yeah, there's there's plot holes that are big enough you could drive a truck through it. I mean, it trips over its own plot a couple of times. You know, I, it, we 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 pointed out a couple of things, and it's kind of a carpenter thing too. But his villains are not always the most interesting. Like I really liked, you know, like Low Pan from Big Trouble in Little China. But you're thinking to yourself, like, really in 
how many thousand years you couldn't find another girl with fucking green eyes? Are you fucking kidding me right now? You know, it, it you know, it, you, you said the same thing with this guy, like 600 some fucking years, you could do this ceremony another day. You know, it's like, yeah, they don't really set up why it has to be done. Like, at least they did that on Blade. They said, well, this is, you know, according to this moon. calendar and the earth alignment and all this kind of bullshit, this ceremony has to be done right fucking now. They don't set that up in this yeah. movie. So. This is the set, the the location from uh, the Way of the Gun, one of my favorite movies. It's the same little Mexican town, but you'll see. Oh, when do they show it? They show a little well, and that's the giveaway. Where the shit is this? Must have been. Before. I think Cheryl Lee makes a cool vampire too. Well, this was all shot in New Mexico, so it's over New Mexico. I like at the beginning. The the first line is like some New Mexican shithole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Okay. So, Dick, you've seen Way of the Gun. Oh, yeah. It's the same well. Yes, it's very it's the, similar. It's the, no, it's the same thing. It's the same set. Same is it? town, yeah. Yeah. Because remember the, all the broken glasses in here and then they have to dive in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, he just... Oh! And then they run out here at the end. But and it's the very end of the movie. And Way of the Gun is great. And you're just like, oh, they're fucked. Yeah. That's a great movie. Anyway. I'll watch that one again. Oh, yeah, I gotta dust that one. I gotta find it though. I don't think it's on Blu-ray. Um, it, I used to have it on Blu-ray. I don't know. I gotta look that one up. Early Blu-ray, but anyway. Yeah. yeah, I I am probably being a little low with the score. I get it, but it's just it had some problems that I couldn't ignore. I did enjoy the parts that I enjoyed a lot. Right. But it was so few and far between for me, and they spent way mm. too long just like talking and like. Stuff that isn't developing the plot. That's my biggest problem. They talk about shit for so long that I've already heard. The Cardinal reveal that he's evil at the end. They're like, you didn't suspect me, did you? I'm like, he suspected them from the very fucking beginning meeting when he hears the character. He was shady as fuck from the get-go just for being part of the Vatican to to begin with. It's like, we we know they're corrupt. We knew he was evil, and then we find out he's (sighs) evil, and then it's supposed to be like this big reveal. I'm like, I already knew. What the fuck? You said he was evil. No, what? And I was so... It ruined my experience for a lot of the movie, but five is not a bad score for me because this movie is enjoyable. It's just for me, it's not a quality. I don't, I don't get. It doesn't have that guys. rewatchability factor because yeah. I, I, I don't. I wouldn't mind sitting through this a couple more times. Well, but that's also because I'm discovering it for the first time. Yeah. So. Well, again, it, it's like the Prince of Darkness factor. I think you see it multiple times, you'll like it more each time you see yeah. it. I've seen vampires. I don't know how many times. Well, that's when you were uh, young. I, and I, I agree, Dick. I've seen Prince of Darkness like th- four or five times, and I, I think I like it more every time I watch it. Yeah. But I just, I don't know, I had some issues with me. I, this is, but again, I'm on the borderline of five and six, so it's it's uh, it's definitely there. But I just want to watch an edited down version of this, and I enjoy it way more. But this is called Toe for Grace. Clearly, I'm in the minority because you guys both give it an eight. So, Adam. You did pick next week, not next week, but the next episode of this show we're going to do. Yeah. Do you want to tell our audience what you picked? We're going to watch John Carpenter's Body Bags, which is fun Uh, because this is an anthology podcast, and it's also a John Carpenter podcast, and it's a John Carpenter-hosted anthology movie. It's kind of like his version of Creepshow. It's not not not, Starman. It's not an anthology podcast, but yeah. It's not not Starman, and it's not The Fog. You're welcome. Anthology is a whole separate podcast. 
Yeah, but it, it, I, <laughs> it's I the told same you live show. Times, I, I, I like <laughs> anthology movies, and this is a John Carpenter yeah. hosted anthology movie. It's it's horror movies, you know, sh- short stories in a horror movie in the and same movie, like several short stories. Toby Hooper did the other, the third, ver- one of the one third of it, right? Also, I'm just going to give you a heads up warning. You will see Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill's bare naked taint. So next, oh. oh, I wish we could con- coincide this with uh, a yeah, di- Dick's pick of get- yeah, because it would be a Mark Hamill evening, but we're not. Gather ye taints. And let me announce <laughs> now. I-, I teased it before, but I have officially settled on it. So as of now, we're going to start you know going back and forth between the three shows. So next week we'll be on this show and. On the live show. If you're on the podcast, we're going to start going every third week. If you're on the live stream on YouTube, we're going... Next week will be uh, John Frankenheimer Review. We're doing Andersonville. Yeah. Week Ooh, after yeah. that, we're doing... I still haven't gotten my um, drive yet. What? I haven't got it yet. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone stole it. I don't know. I haven't received it yet. I haven't gotten anything Lawyer back. fucked him. <laughs> Lawyer fucking. Yeah, I know. Oh, great. Look around a little deeper and and let me know. I I don't know what else to tell you, man. I've been waiting for it for a while. I haven't seen anything. Why are you just now telling me is beyond me? Well, I I, I, I didn't think about it until right now. Phoenix, do you have a tracking number for that? Uh, Yeah, but I don't. It's been so long. I didn't think I needed it. I thought you just got it. Because I've been having trouble with shit getting shipped to me, too. Uh, it depends on the carrier, honestly. Yeah. Uh, if it's post office, it's hit or miss. But if it's FedEx, it's fucking gone. Yeah. yeah. I'm I, sure it'll be uh, in the middle tomorrow now I, that we I, talk about it. I sent it. I've had so many issues with FedEx in the past year that I just, I'm fucking done with that company. I, I hate FedEx. I despise them. I sent it via UPS, so let me know. Okay, that yeah, I don't have the issues with them. Anyway, different um, from California. So it's gonna go John Carpenter, John Frankenheimer, Nick Cage. Uh, next week, Andersonville, John Frankenheimer. Week after that, Season of the Witch, Nick Cage, and then we're back to Adam's pick, which is Body Bags from 1993. There you go. So we will talk about that then. Uh, I, I, so in the meantime, smoke them if you got them. I'm kind of <laughs> glad you picked that because I did. If you remember, wait. A few episodes ago in this show, I did say I would pick body bags next, and then I just forgot and picked vampires. So, ah, oops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. But that's okay. I, I, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would. You know, yeah. I, was, I was genuinely surprised and entertained by it. I wish I would have saw it in a the theater. I don't know where I was when this came out. I'm, I'm not sure why I this flew under the radar. But I also, for some reason, and you're going to think this is weird, I get this mixed up with Prince of Darkness, and I think it's because both of them have such generic names that they kind of flow together, like like either one could be interchangeable. So I get this mixed up with that sometimes, but it, it's not anywhere remotely like that movie. It, it's There's a lot of fun Carpenter in this to be found. Yeah, there, the shots there's and, some fun yeah. stuff. There's, you know, the, the goofy callback dialogue thing. There's there's that with the, the whole, you got wood. You know, did when I kicked when I was kicking the shit out of it, did you give you did you give you wood? Did you give you a little mahogany? You know? <laughs> None of that worked for me. None no. of it. Well, Not one line of it. Of it. It's, just, it's just so fucking off color. It, it, maybe it's because of the fact it was coming out of James Woods' pie hole made well, me laugh. Well, know. for me, it didn't work because I saw From Dust Till Dawn and George Clooney's lines are fucking hilarious. And I watched this yeah. and I'm like, none of this is working for me. Yeah, I, I can see that. Like, I don't. 
But psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I'm going to give a fuck how crazy yeah. they are. It's one of my favorite <laughs> lines of any movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely... I'm probably more a little more distracted than you guys because I was comparing it constantly to From Dust to Dawn, which is one of my yeah, favorite movies. So. Yeah, that's unfair. It is, but that's, it came on after, so it's fair. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, let's get out of here. So, LIWstudios.com for me. RaidersLostFlicks.com for me. And, and Dick's here as well. Loitering in Wonderland, John Carver Review Show. You say it almost correctly on the show that we're actually on. Yeah. He, he, he sounded like that guy from that Friday the 13th episode we watched. Yeah. yeah. You, you couldn't say I LIW. Legions on my sweater chest. LIW did Twilight Zone Review. You couldn't say anything about another that show. Twilight Zone Review Show. LIW Anthology yeah. Series Review. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a good one too. Nah. It I sucks. Like, I, I like anyway, let's get out of here. So until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox. Dick Dickhead. So long, John Carpenter. So long, citizens. So long, James I'll see Woods. You, you right wing fuck. I love I love westerns. <laughs> I wish I got the western stuff when I was watching it. I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't. What's the western? The music and, and the fucking wide views didn't. No, no, that. New okay. Mexico in general. No, it made me think of From Russell Dawn and then Way of the Gun. That's all I got. Yeah. There you go. The way he lets Daniel Baldwin walk off but tells him, I will find you and I will kill you and her too. You know? Yeah. That part. I, I, yeah. I, feel, right I feel like uh, um, I feel like Way of the Gun is a western, though. I don't know. I get that vibe from it. Uh, the ending. Well, the whole movie is pretty much like two all criminals are all after each other, and it's like he's the, the big baron is is. So is, picture that uh, scene where they jump out of the car and they let it ride coast on its own. And that's a horse. Sure. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going against you. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's no Moon Zero Two, but you know, hey. Hey. At least it ain't Ghost of Mars. <laughs> exactly. It's no uh, paint paint my wagon. Oh no. God. Oh. Oh. Two mules, two mules. Come along. Yeah, the Simpsons get a great version of that. But that, that might no, be uh, that the the beguiled might be the worst Clint Eastwood movies ever. Oh. Uh, you say the beguiled? I I don't know. The beguiled is kind of ahead of its time. Movie. Two yeah. mules for Sister Sarah. Come on. That I love two mules for Sister Sarah. Nobody saw it. Anyway, but then um, again, it's also because I got a crush on Shirley MacLaine. So long, Ooh. citizens. <laughs>